Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm sorry. The old why are you like this can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. Oh, Ooh, my God. Look what you made me do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to Why You Like This, Taylor's version. And we are on our sixth studio album, Reputation. Reputation. Big Reputation. Big Reputation. Ooh. <laughs> something about the... Ah, like and you it know just... about me. Ooh. And get the big enemy. It's so satisfying and has been stuck in my head since day one. I love it so much. We are reputation purists. We are. I've um, I love this album. Liked it. I was everyone in the world was telling me to hate this album when it came out, and I just simply couldn't because I have what? Taste. Taste, honey. We liked art pop too. Just want everyone to know. Yeah, I mean, yes, also. Um, also, usually during these episodes, I sip on a whiskey, which felt right for all of the albums up to this point. But this one mm. feels like a White Claw. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sipping detox tea. Yeah, I'm just filling my body with toxins. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Ooh, look what you made me do. I can't. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this album. I Same. think it's going to be another long one. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> Although famously the only album without bonus tracks. But... No bonus tracks. I was like, okay, I'm ready to listen to it. I had a nice long drive to my friend's farm. That I <laughs> Come on, farm. Come on, reputation farm. And I said, where's the deluxe version? And Taylor said, not on this one, honey. She said, no, no, no. This is a complete package. This is You're it. You're welcome. This is reputation lowercase. Also, the album artwork. I'm sorry. It looks like that same table all the girls in college had that was from target that was like paris themed. oh yeah and they're like yeah and everyone like has like skylines of new york or paris and then yeah. you're in like decatur illinois and you're like why why do you have this just dreaming big <laughs> just big dreams big dreams <laughs> big reputations <laughs> ah! all right are you ready for some facts yes i was like i feel like we need lots of scene setting for this Scenes album and facts so Reputation. Taylor Swift's sixth studio album was released in 2017, three years since the release of 1989, which I believe is the longest time we've waited for a Taylor album. Yeah, it sounds like it. The album features Max Martin, Shellback, and Jack Antonoff as producers. Iconic. Following the highly publicized fights that Taylor was having with Katy Perry, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, and the tabloid's intense turn on her, Taylor secluded herself from the press and social media where she had been an active presence since her first album and wrote Reputation to revamp her mind. The album features a darker production than Swift listeners were accustomed to, relying on electro-pop, heavy drum machines, and synthesizers to create a new electronic sound for Taylor. Taylor described the album's aesthetic as Evening Night, All Cityscapes, Darkness, Full Swamp Witch. A full Swamp Witch? <laughs> I love that. A direct quote. She also claims that the album was heavily influenced by Game of Thrones. Oh, I could, you know what? I can buy that. She was watching Game of Thrones for the first time 
And when asked how she avoided spoilers, she said, when you can avoid your own name on the internet, you know how to avoid spoilers from a TV show. <laughs> She's the best. I love her so much. Um, Look What You Made Me Do is Arya Stark's kill list. King of My Heart was influenced by Khal Drogo and Daenerys. She also oh. wrote lines based on the plots from season seven, right before the record dropped. Um, I did something bad. She wrote after Arya and Sansa conspired to kill Littlefinger. Um, she also says that, look, what you made me do is very Cersei vibes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Taylor did not promote the album through press interviews, staying silent because that's what she thought they wanted. Again, watch Miss Americana. I know Miss Americana provides so much context for all of this. The album had four singles, including Look What You Made Me Do, Ready For It, Endgame, and Delicate. I have thoughts. This I just <laughs> found interesting. Um, Getaway Car was a single in only Australia. And New, Whoa, Year's, Day, <laughs> New Year's Day was released only on country radio. Huh? Yeah. I don't know why. Not a banjo to be found. Not a banjo. The album sold over 4.5 million copies in 2017, becoming the world's best-selling album by a female artist. The Reputation Stadium Tour became the highest-grossing tour of all time in North America. Well, I mean, look at the material. Have we watched the the Netflix documentary? I watched it yesterday. I might watch it again tonight. I don't know. It's literally so good. Everyone should be trying to make a concert like that. Thrilling. Um, Taylor also wiped all of her social media before announcing Reputation, which apparently she was the first to do that, according to Wikipedia. We love. Now people do it all the time. Yeah. Um, And the album was nominated for Best Pop Vocal at the Grammys. For Ready For It or Endgame or? Best Pop Vocal Album. Oh, album. Mm -hmm. Got it, got it, got it. I thought it was for a single song. But again, if you watch Miss Americana, she has a wonderful interaction with, I'm guessing, a publicist. It's so sad. They're like, I'm going to be the publicist. You be Taylor. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, it's the phone. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Um, so we're not seeing it in any of the big categories. No, it's, it's okay. It's, um, it's we're okay. Waiting, I'll just... We're waiting on the, on the pop ones. No, uh, no, no. It's okay. I'll just I'll make a better album. No, it's a, it's a good album, Taylor. No, no, no. I, I'll make a better album. Like, what? <laughs> that is such a... <laughs> It's like the most devastating thing. And like also you can already see her like brain turning being like, okay, so I took a risk with the sound and the move and like it didn't really work out critically. Okay, got it, got it. So what do I have to do for the next one? And you're like, oh my God, like that's got to feel so, I mean, she's won two albums, album of the years at this point. Like, and after 1989, it's got to just feel and three years later, so much shit has happened. And then to like think in that moment that you weren't getting a single Grammy nomination, you must just feel like shit. Which is insane because this album is excellent. And based off of what we know from Miss Americana, where she was feeling like people didn't want to see or hear from her, and then to be an awards darling and not really get nominated in the way that you're used to, these are real things. Yeah. And like, I mean, famously, the hashtag Taylor Swift is over party was worldwide trending number one. And like when she's like, do you know how many people have to be tweeting about that to make it happen? But that's what makes it so iconic that this immediately sold like a gajillion copies. <laughs> like world's best selling album by a female artist. That's crazy. She sold Until more than Shakira. Twenty five, right? Probably. I don't. I don't really check the facts after. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. This I, is yeah. not a factual podcast. It's an opinionated. No, one. yeah. This is this is an emotional podcast. It's all about emotions, <laughs> baby. Are you ready for it? I I don't think any of us were. I don't think but we, we were. all had to adjust accordingly. How did you feel when you first heard the lead single "Look What You Made Me Do"? Or do you want to talk about that when we get to it on the album? I think it's important to to start with "Look What Made Me Do," mm-hmm. and we're breaking we're breaking the structure. We're mm-hmm. getting crazy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we haven't heard a song from her in three years. Right. All of it's it's she's vanished, and then she drops this song, which again, let me say on this episode as well. Taylor Swift is fucking hilarious. So funny. And I think so many people immediately were like, oh, she's so out of touch. Like, this is so ridiculous. I can't believe she's doing something like that. Like, no, she's literally making fun of all of it. Like, she's so funny. I don't know why people from the start took Taylor Swift as like this very serious person. Or yeah. like, like, there's so much humor in all of her albums. And then like to deal with 
her her first video drop back features her with a bunch of snakes on a throne after she's been called a snake in the media like and by like kim or whatever or whatever um (laughs) i don't know anything about the kardashians i just know that she lied (laughs) she lied so yes um if you have lived under a rock um kanye west has a hit song where um he talks about how he made that bitch famous um I think me and Taylor might have sex. Yeah, I made that bitch famous. Wow, that's in my head. Okay. Yeah. Um, to which Taylor was, this is where Taylor says, I would like to be removed from this narrative. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one that she did not ask to be a part of. <laughs> uh, yeah, shocking that um, her apology song didn't cover it all. But Right. Well, oh my God. Also, that was like kind of the beginning of the notes apology. The notes yeah. app. I mean, there's probably other ones before that, but that one feels the most iconic in terms of people being like, it was constantly referenced. All the time. And it wasn't even an apology. It was just like, these are my thoughts and they would not fit in a tweet. So here they go. Um, but yeah, but then she drops, look what, ma- look what she made me do. And it's this like, so different from her past songs in terms of sound. It's like mostly spoken. Love spoken word, Taylor. Um, like my favorite part of Miss Americana is genuinely when it, after all of this happens and wait where is it um where she's like lyrics another day another yes, drama drama <laughs> not for me like, not for me <laughs> but it like the, the best part about it is that it sounds exactly like that because you don't hear the accompaniment track or anything like, <laughs> it's just like her in a studio and all it says is 20 age 26 and it's like another day another and it's like so out of it's but i'm like it's so funny because we talked about this when we watched mrs americana for the first time i was like uh, yeah, if I was 26, I'd do the same fucking thing. I'd do it now <laughs> I'd be at like, 30. I'm pissed. Yeah, I would do it. Like everyone should be able to have their own say in response to being treated horribly for no reason. And she's a much better writer than me. If I release mine at 30, I'd get full ass murdered. <laughs> and like no one could say I didn't deserve it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, he kind of had that coming. And just like, look what um, you made me do. It's just, it's so funny. It's just such a funny song. The video is absolutely hilarious and so on the nose of tone because like it could just take it could take it could have taken so many ways it could have been like i'm hurt and i'm i'm doing this but instead she even plays into that and she's like god stop playing the victim mm-hmm. like it's so funny i love it so much i thought it was such a i was working on a cruise ship when it came out and famously you don't really get good wi-fi there uh, yes but it came out and i just saw everybody like like commenting on it and so i down i bought wi-fi just to download look what you made me do and watch the video i love it and it was worth it it samples uh sexy and i uh right said fred's um too sexy too sexy it does yeah oh that's iconic i love that i didn't even know that um i i think this is a good lead single true i think this is probably the most on the nose in terms of era that she's ever had in terms of lead single yeah, I think it's a great lead single. I liked it because it is my walking pace. So, oh, it's it's a it's a design to be like strutted to. Yeah, which is famously our favorite kind of music. Favorite favorite way to go. Uh, stepping off a train on the downbeat, girl. Like right, the doors open right on the. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yep. <laughs> <Just like that. laughs> ten of ten. No notes. Okay. So good. But back to the beginning. Are you ready for it? It's so good. Um. <laughs> It's one of my favorite openers from her. I yeah, I think that what we just did um was like I mean that's a great signifier of this is different. Yeah, like it's just this like droning, heavy, synthy, like crunchy, nasty everything. It's so good. I like it just starts and you're like, oh shit, this is not what I am used to. I remember this when this started, I was like, whoa, this is not. 1999 especially because like through this progression i feel like you could feel the next step like each album had a song or two on it where you were like oh that feels like something she's gonna explore like a new direction she's gonna explore and i truly did not see reputation coming out of the sounds that we heard in 1989 absolutely not and i think there's a reason why a lot of people just kind of like immediately we're like this is ridiculous and then now over the last what four years everyone's kind of just been like wait a second this is all really good we just weren't we weren't ready for it you were not ready for it i personally was but i'm built different i do think that (laughs) i'm built built better 
Um, I do agree with Brandon Michael Loudon that this album is split into acts pretty well. 100%. And I think we are in act one. Um, and I will tell you when I think act one ends. I mean, it's it's pretty clear. But well, maybe yeah. it's not. You know? I mean, it's pretty clear. I like, <laughs> <laughs> in Ready For It, I, I like this line that it, it's just, it's savage. Younger than my exes, but he act like such a man, so. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> I'd be so scared to date her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I also just like, that's such a funny lyric. It's so funny. Like, all of it. What I love about Reputation is that it sounds like she's, like, pissed off, but also, like, kind of having fun with the liberation of not having to meet expectations anymore. Ugh. And he can be my jailer, Burton to this tailor. Every lover known in comparison is a failure. That is <laughs> rapping. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like a lot of this album is like the tailor-fied spoken word that we've come to love. Like Shake It Off, we've got it there. We got it there. We've got it in Better Than Revenge. We've got it in like so many songs where she's like speaking. Mm-hmm. And so like it's funny because this felt like a departure, but it's like not, especially having listened to all these albums in a row now. I'm like, no, we should have seen this coming. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, God bless. Like, we literally just had my ex-man bought his new girlfriend. And, like, now we have, knew I was a robber. Like, it's the same thing. <laughs> I just. This time it just has crunchy, synthy, bassy things. And now I want her to do the Super Bowl at some point. And I want her to go, Super Bowl! And then it's. Well, it's funny. I can't remember who it was I was talking to, but they were like, it's funny because she can never open a concert with anything else. No. She said, it's like, sorry, babe. Like, this is just the opening. It is. <laughs> Do you know when you write a song that it's going to be with you forever? What do you mean? Like, do you think when she wrote Love Story, she was like, I will have to sing this at every concert till the day I die? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yes. Yeah. Like, I have, what, like, 10 or something songs right now? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, there's, like, four that are, like, they're the big ones. You always have, it's like you have the big ones. And then the other ones are like the rest of the album, which are like, there's, they can still be the big ones, but like, I mean, all too well ended up probably her biggest song ever. Tell me more about your big ones. Listen, I don't think, I don't think the pods are ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also the chorus of the song slaps and I love that it ends with baby, let the games begin. It like, it all just has this thing of being like, guess what? We're going to talk about it. We're going to go into it. We're going to start. And I don't think you're ready, but we're going to go. And it's it's so good. I love this song. 10 of 10. And then we get Taylor's first rap feature, Endgame. Didn't she have a rap feature on Bad Blood? But it was like later. But it was like a remix. Yes. Okay. And then it has Just Kendrick sure. Lamar. Yeah. But this, like was, this was Intent. Future is on yeah. it. Ed Sheeran is on it. I'll be honest. One of them's got to go. Yeah, it's so long. Okay, that's the thing. It's like I really like this song. It's stuck in my head all the time. Like the chanting of it all, it feels so like high school on the football field. Like it's just very like catchy and stuff. And I also like it's kind of like shake it off, where like it doesn't sound good. No, <laughs> like it's it's not like a pleasant sounding song, but it's very catchy and fun. It also, you know, we get the the titular role you know z reputation <laughs> it is a whole verse too long for me like by the time we get to like i hit you like bang i'm like whoa we're still going like okay got it i do like but i and i bury hatchets but i keep maps of where i put them oh yeah i mean like the thing is there's so many good like little lyrics in here you're calling my bluff on all my usual tricks so here's the truth from my red lips so good like it's just it's it's just like a everything about this album is so like chanty and fun and like it just hits harder. <laughs> it must be really fun to have had the success of 1989 and to know that there is no genre for Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift doesn't have genre. No, and we're not even to folklore yet. Where she was just like, "Bye, I can do whatever the fuck I want." <laughs> She's like going back to the mountains. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna collaborate with Boney Vera in the National. Like what? Like. <laughs> Ugh. It's crazy that this like all holds up so well. Um, also, the thing is that it's a darker production. It's a darker album. These first two songs are love songs. Yeah. It's literally two songs that are like actually super happy. Like this is just a song, but it has this like fun sexiness to it of being like, 
yeah, I like you, and I think it's gonna like work out. I like you, and you are my end game. Yeah, well, I want to be. Get it? <laughs> I do enjoy that Ed Sheeran gets to sing his A Team lick. Oh yeah, it's cute. I mean, and they've been working together forever, so like it's it's cute. I'm not mad about it. And we like Ed Sheeran. I just again, yeah, we talked about it in previous episodes. I think everyone needs to just get over it with Ed Sheeran, and just he's a very talented musician. Like. Let him be. Chill out. Just let him be. <laughs> we got enough to worry about, babes. Yeah. And like, especially, like, go after the people that aren't good. Yeah. Like. I almost just started, I almost just started naming people and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like. You're the one that edits the podcast. So that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, and then I would be able to say, I did something bad. One of. I add it to my list of 10 that I keep calling my top five. <laughs> yeah, um, let's pretend it's only 10. Yeah. Um, this song is, should have been the lead single. Okay. In my opinion. I do think that Look What Made Me Do, it's, it works. Obviously, the, with the video and everything, blah, blah, blah. This should have been a single. Yes. <laughs> and it also just, sh- sh- this should have been like number two. Like, it's so good. The melody's great. The way the beat drops is amazing. There's something so satisfying about I never trust a narcissist, but they love me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so, so good. And it, it's just like kind of like a bad side of Taylor. Like, I love, we love Angry Taylor. We love Angry Taylor. I think if it were a lead single, it would have done a very good job of like morphing the a specific songwriter that we love that is Taylor Swift into this new sound that she was playing with where I don't yeah. think look what you made me do does that. I don't think that's the intent of it. It's more of a standalone song, which yeah. I guess is probably why they went with it for the lead single, but this is so satisfying and she's like singing. I wouldn't be surprised if it was um up in the running. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was in the conversation. But like god, the pre-chorus is like so good. I love on the tour the extended part of they're burning yes. all the witches, all the witches even, even if you it's so good one. also that lyric is so great like mm-hmm. she's so good at twisting narrative about her into things that she can spin for herself like in such a great way <laughs> well and there's a reason like we laugh about like sign decorating like love the wine you're in or you know oh yeah <laughs> they're burning all the witches even if you aren't one like <laughs> it it starts from truth and <laughs> yeah and like, but also I just love that that whole like bridge, it just ends with her being like, light me up. Like, yeah. fuck it. You Go hate me? me? You're up. still going to stream my songs. <laughs> Truly. Like, I did something bad. Oh, no. I'm still going to sell more albums than you. <laughs> oh, my God. So I fly them all around the world. <laughs> Let them think they saved me. It's just, well, and I, I also love that it's it's at once playing with the perception of her. Mm-hmm but spoken as like truth and like it's kind of one of those things where it's it's, could be that she's owning it and it could also just be that she's like you're right i do all of these things i definitely do (laughs) she's also taking the fairy tales that for some reason are just like stuck on her they're like taylor swift only sings about fairy tales now that she's 26 yeah um and flipping them right she's like okay well if you want to think that i need to be saved like sure go ahead and think it but yeah sorry, but babe. actually i've just i've made you do that i also <laughs> fully text sean earlier this week and said i have to stop singing on the pod and uh here i am. i think it's pretty much just been singing nonstop. And that's all actually. I <laughs> yeah that's all I, that's all i do i don't warm up for this you get this raw in life <laughs> We do not add reverb. <laughs> no, there. What no if just filters. suddenly there was like Valhalla vintage, like all over the singing lines on this podcast? Oh, good. Just full different tracks. Um, you can't talk about this song without talking about Cynthia and Shoshana. Oh my God, no! I mean, what? A, the thing is, it's funny because we we were talking on a previous episode about how nobody covers Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Fools. And like, it's just like it doesn't really. I don't know of like a successful cover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know of a successful cover that wasn't naya on uh, glee again yeah it's, just, it's great um but uh that one cynthia and shoshana it's so good and it's also like my favorite kind of cover which is how can we take a song and acknowledge that it's a great song and pay tribute to that while also showcasing why i can bring something new to it two string instruments and two of the best vocalists we have in the world Come my on god the riff down 
We can't try it. We, we can't. can't attempt it. We won't even. Don't even. It's don't not, even try it. It's not it's, in our bodies. It would be unforgivable. It's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. I have a lot of skills. Doing whatever that riff is is not one of them. That was quarter tones. That was <laughs> in, together. in unison. It's, it's so it's clean. So dumb. It's so crisp. It's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> don't blame me. You know what I mean. I. I love this song, and I, I feel don't... like nobody ever talks about it. You don't like it. I know a lot of people don't like the song. It's stuck in my head constantly. Don't. Uh, it's so good. The. Mm, I. I just. I don't know if I feel like it's too mid tempo for me. I. Don't... It is like a, it's. I do feel like it's early in the album, but since the albums are it's like split in two, I understand why it's here. Yeah. Because it does feel like a back half track to me. Yeah. I beg you, I need to stay. I'm trying to figure out why I don't like it. <laughs> I just think th- I just think the chorus is so satisfying, and like it's all just yeah. I just I like it. I <laughs> I do like the isn't for the rest of my life. Whoa! I think that's oh yeah, cool. when she likes scream belting. Yeah. Look at you still singing away. Look at me. I also didn't try <laughs> to sing it like her. So progress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It feels not for me. Oh, but God, the, the last, the the post-chorus, mm. like the, the, I get so high. Boom. It's so good. Especially live. Like when I saw this in the, um, the Reputation concert, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I get this song now. Like if I was there live, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taylor said that about the album. She was like, people didn't really get it until you saw it live. And like, it's so crazy to say this about a Taylor Swift album, but I wish like we were at an album release party at like a warehouse, like a knockdown center oh my God. situation. Everyone's rolling. <laughs> everyone's doing whatever they would like, but I would be. Um, everyone's, everyone's rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift's mom is like, Woo, can you get me a water? She's got that big dog. She loves Gatorade. The dog's rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. Yeah, you know, just my drug is my baby you know what i mean i I, now i'm just like how do i get a gay dj to play this at the next big gay event when we can all go to gay events again um yeah it's just not it's not for me i think it comes too early on the album it's it is like a it's it's surprising it's surprisingly early but i i'm not mad but it does fit in the first act of this musical so it does it does if it's getting towards the end of act one which we kind of are like sure uh, um but yeah, yeah that's all i have to say about that i love it sad you don't i know it's sad for me when people are like i don't like this i actually like don't get mad about things i'm just like no i'm oh, like uh, that must suck but... i'm like oh i found a lot of joy in that so um sorry i guess that's on you <laughs> sorry babe uh delicate though love 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 the song i hate the video it's bad I don't know why. I, like I don't know why she was like, "I'm gonna dance." Like you can't the song see to me. The the even like the opening lyrics are like "Dive Bar on the East Side, where you at?" Like it's so sexy to me. The song to me, this song feels closer to like what the Green Light video by Lord is like. Mm-hmm. Like I picture because like "Dive Bar on the East Side, where you at?" is the most like evocative of a New York night where you're just like. I'm a little tipsy and I'm at this like random fucking bar and uh, that person that I've been kind of seeing and slash sleeping with, like come meet me at this bar. Like that to me is like sexy and hot just from one line. <laughs> well, yeah, because especially the following line is phone lights up my nightstand in the black. So it's like, I'm in bed. Come here. You can meet me in the back. Yeah. I'm like, in bed. I get so... a text. I get up. Uh, it should have been so much hotter. Well, the, the video is like, it's so disconnected from what it's about. Like it ends up being about like celebrity. It's like um, the Jennifer Lopez. I love you. Poppy video <laughs> where it starts with her and her friends. And like the record is like, is like um, people are going to hear puppy. So what if we do puppies? Like somebody came in and said, delicate hmm. ballet. Like, and I, th- I mean, I think it's like endearing and like, it's, I I don't know. It's, I just, I don't think it lives up to the song. I think the song could have been, the, the video could have been genuinely like hot and 
a little like a little closer to the style video mm-hmm. i think this you just take this song and put it over the style video and i'd be like happy <laughs> yeah i also feel like this song is evocative of a space that i've been trapped in with boys for a little while where you feel comfortable enough to text someone to meet you in a bar and like hook up have a fun night but nobody is like comfortable enough to be like i think about you all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> like everybody has to be mm-hmm. very cool and very chill and everything is totally casual at all times and famously this album came out at a time where um things were pretty delicate in my relationship situation and so i understand it very well it's mm-hmm. like that that feeling of being like every you're like constantly analyzing and reanalyzing everything single thing you say while also being like i can't stop saying it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i'm like constantly stuck in a cycle of cool girl so delicate and i get along <laughs> Oof. So good. Also, this is that was track five. That was track five. That was her track five. We love a track five. We love a track five. She loves a track five. I think it's a very good track five. Yeah. I think it's also a nice evolution from the um the Fifty Shades song that she did with Zane. I love that song. Great Let's song. just give one little moment to talk about that song. Great that song, song is great. <laughs> yeah, and at, at the same time, people are like, oh my God, Taylor has sex. And you're like, yes. They're like, she is a grown-ass woman. Of course she does. Jesus Christ. <laughs> people have sex. People have Listeners, sex. Listeners. It's really people not do that. that big of a deal if everybody is of consenting age. Exactly. And consenting. And consenting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're like sex in the city. We have like the woke alert um oh god don't even get me started on that Ugh. let me just quick oh don't even get me started <laughs> fucking netflix special and then we get to the end of act one look what you made me do wait so you think this is the end of act one and not so it goes i think so it goes is the um the beginning the of mu- the second no one. the music that's playing when you're coming back from the theater well, it quite literally is the music they play in the credits for the concert. <laughs> it's like time to sit in your seat and you sit down and music is playing and you're like, oh, yeah, they made a song. And then you get back in the story. <laughs> I mean, OK, so I like, get what you're saying. I would say I think that still happens in act one because it also like the way the ellipses work. I think it happens in its own space. So you, it's like intermission music to you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd allow that. I still think it's Act 1, but I... Because st- <laughs> I think Act 2 has to start. And so even if there's intermission music. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you're coming back. You're in the theater. You're like, whoa. I'm in it's a- an entre act. Yes. That one. 
and you're you're sitting down you're like okay they're playing a song and then when you sit down and they're ready to roll we'll talk about so it goes but this is this is me so that whole song plays through and then all you hear is gorgeous and you're like i'm ready for act two. <laughs> oh my god no no just me okay um yeah i don't know well like sure so we're, we're, we know that this is the end yes of the first half mm-hmm and we already talked about look what me look what you made me do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the least listened to song on this album by like a significant amount. Do you want to know what the second least listened to song on the album is? My favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's fine. Get, I get it. Taste Swifties. Yeah, I sh- get a COVID test because you probably all lost your sense. <laughs> <laughs> get a COVID test because you have lost your taste. Put that's a Taylor. Mug. That's a Taylor spoken word. <laughs> No, you go Why? get a COVID test COVID. and think about what you lost. <laughs> <laughs> it was your taste. Okay, anyway. Um, so it goes. I This is my least favorite on the album. Yeah. Um, I don't not like it, but it definitely feels like background music. And yeah. it was literally used as background music in her own concert. So I don't feel that bad saying it. Am I, am I making it up that's kind of the same tempo as Don't Blame Me? No, I think I would agree with that. So maybe um, I just don't like that tempo marking across the it's board. It's a mid-tempo. And it's also just like, it's very, it never gets. It never gets going. It, no, it's just kind of, it's like a, a vibe. Yeah. It's like a. But. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Because she's doing a thing. Structurally. I do love that it ends with, come here dressed in black now, scratches down your back now. Way to go. Like, that's hot. I don't even like the bridge. You did a number on me, but honestly, baby, who's counting? I mean, actually, I'm glad you sang that one because I don't really remember it. Yeah, yeah. this is definitely my least favorite I don't song. Like this, one. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one gets a skip from me most mm-hmm. times. It's but, an entre act. Yeah, but it, it sends us into Gorgeous. the back half of the album. Which is the back half of, half of the album is when I started being like, oh, wait, she's doing something. Yeah. Be- There's something going on here. Because you can't, like, the thing is, with the way that this album was created, like I don't think you could have sustained a full album of the vengeful-ish no. vibe that we had going. Swamp Witch isn't a vibe for 13 songs. Exactly. And like also, it would kind of be against what fans loved up until this point, which was like narrative storytelling. Exactly. And then we get it. Um, I am good. literally so warm talking about this album. Let me take my sweater off. Just one second. Oh, my God. That's right. He took off a black sweater to reveal a black T-shirt. New York. That's <laughs> reputation. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, Gorgeous. Um, this song's so fun. And also another example of people not letting Taylor be funny. Like the haters. It's also in L.A. What is? The song. It's set in L.A. Oh, yeah. Which is not her usual locale. Where everything oh, yeah. else Sunset, was New York. Sunset and Vine. Yeah. <laughs> Me referencing um, L.A., a place I've never been. There's also, there's just, the opening line is so funny. You should take it as a compliment that I got drunk and made fun of the way you talk. It's so, like, ah, like, <laughs> it's so, like, uh, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I also like it because it, it, I just can't imagine a world where Taylor Swift is like, I feel nervous talking to you <laughs> because you're so pretty. Right. And I also love, I got a boyfriend, he's older than us. Mm-hmm. And I got a boyfriend, <laughs> he's older than us. <laughs> there it is. More singing. <laughs> um, but you're so cool, it makes me hate you so much. It's like, I just love that the whole song is being like, damn it, mm-hmm. stop making me feel like this because i'm good so what uh, enough uh, it's <laughs> which so i think annoying. it's a totally relatable it's it, it that like, that's the thing is, is like so annoying but also i think like it's the most relatable thing in the world like sometimes i'll just like see people even like people i'm very good friends with and just be like what the fuck how do you look like that yeah, it's very hard to look at christian Anand. i know if you're listening chris you're hot you're you hot and i have a hard time <laughs> going out to clubs with you because well I'm hot, but I'm not you. <laughs> but sometimes you just got to like step back and be like, what a g- gorgeous piece of work is that, man? You're so gorgeous. <laughs> I can't say anything to your face. Yeah. No, it's a completely relatable thing. 
and you're just like damn it i love the um the way she records guess i'll just stumble on home to my cats alone unless you want to come along <laughs> it's so funny she's again being a cool girl she's like so like i'm tired i think if you want to come i'm like not that tired but maybe i'm tired and like also i really shouldn't i have a boyfriend but like it's fine, it's fine. I think. <laughs> maybe whatever he's older than us it's also it's like the most like dangerously flirty we have we've ever really heard taylor like her being like i could probably shoot on my boyfriend <laughs> well her boyfriend's in the club doing i don't know what yeah so she's like i mean she might as well get some god what a life to be in your 20s writing pop songs hey i still am you're in your 20s and you're writing <laughs> pop songs when i ride my little peloton it says sean doherty 20s <laughs> And I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> My Peloton name is Mom of the House. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to your apartment? <laughs> I know, because I used to live there. Ah. Um, well, nothing good starts in a getaway car. Oh, my God. It's Top insane. five for me. Top five for me. I, what the hell? Why is this song not, like, everywhere? Yeah, I don't know why it was only released as an Australian single. It's the most Taylor Swift song on this album, I would argue. Uh-huh. That's not the coda, obviously. Um, it's her and Jack again. It's a story. We've got characters. We've got characters. It's got a Bonnie and Clyde reference. My favorite, one of my favorite bridges ever from them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, especially when you see her do it live, I get so excited for the, until I switch to the other side, to the other side. ah, ah, ah." It's so just like, I think like Jack brings out this like musical sense of fun in her sometimes where it's like, oh, like we can just like, ah, 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 like (laughs) add like sounds and like fun things. It's, I mean, Max does the same thing. I, but I love the song. I knew it from the first old fashioned we were cursed. It hit you like, like a shot in the dark. It's very. It also. It sounds like bleachers, but it sounds very Jersey Rock. Yeah, yeah. It has like a. It has a very bleachers production on it, but like I'm not mad ever because I love bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> I like the. But with three of us, honey, it's a sideshow, and the circus ain't a love story. And now we're both sorry. We're both sorry. We're both sorry. <laughs> so she is Canadian and on Degrassi. Oh my god. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wearing a thong for the first time. I'm going to be famous. <laughs> I'm going to be an actress, an Academy Award winning actress. And you can sell this for a million dollars because I'm going to be famous <laughs> in a getaway car. Manny, why are you like this? Um, <laughs> um, also, the end of this song is one of my favorites. Like the when it adds in the like, I was riding in a getaway car. I was crying. I was dying. It's so good. Said goodbye. In Ugh, I. This song is just like so satisfying. And I also love that like most of this album has been about um like positive relationship things. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't really had like a breakup song yet. We've had like lusty song, mostly like lusty, I wanna like, I wanna see where this goes songs. And then this is the first time we get like, well, I we had a really good time, but also like we should have known that this wasn't gonna work because we started by running away from somebody else she 500 days of summer you she literally says nothing good starts in a getaway car and then has to have a, a twist at the end where she's like again don't pretend it's such a mystery think about the place where you first met me so yeah it's so good i i can't i have nothing else to say i love this song god bless her <laughs> god bless her king of my heart body and soul oh oh king of my um the song it's not one of my favorites on the album i work out to this song a lot yeah this one like oh wait this is not the right lyrics oh my god hold on (laughs) you don't have so prove to me i'm your american queen you don't have that oh the the production in the song is like wild Mm -hmm. like when it gets into that part and like the beat drops into like a pre-chorus it's like very fascinating in terms of like structure um no, I do, I do. I like the song. I will say this kind of falls under the same thing for Don't Blame Me, where I didn't love it as much until I saw the concert. Because she does this one on just the guitar, right? She does. does the, she? she does this one in her like acoustic moment. Maybe. I don't think so. Does she? 
Maybe I could be I totally know. wrong. I haven't watched it in a minute. You watched it yesterday, so I know I should remember things more. <laughs> I love the. Is this the end of all the endings? My broken so much fun. Mending. Drinking beer out of plastic cups. <laughs> like she's just like uh, all of the, like the vocal production on this whole album has so much fun. Mm-hmm. And like I just love that like so if we're saying like Act One is this like let's comment on my image and how like all how i'm perceived and all these things then all of a sudden it shifts to this like love story that feels more grown up than the ones that we've that have come before because it's very like equal partners meeting you have to kind of like cat and mouse it vibes as opposed to like we're in love (laughs) yeah and it's just like we're in love and like also how that perception from the public can have on a relationship and sometimes it's like the the idea to like set all of that aside and be like no like this is actually good which i think is like a theme through this whole second half this might be around the time that she was meeting her current partner I, it is right because she there's a video of her miss americana that mm-hmm. joe yeah he's like filming and she's showing him uh call it what you want yeah and she's talking about how with that relationship she was like we didn't put it in the press we didn't deal with so it was like it was a different way of dating for me and you can tell you can tell by the way she's writing songs yeah it's they all come from this this place of like oh i finally have this thing that's mine Mm -hmm. oh it's like mine it's ever been mine jesus christ there you go you can't stop you literally (laughs) can't stop it's it's wild (laughs) i love that you like you were like don't let me sing on the pod i was like i I actually can't stop you (laughs) you're you're actually factually a three thousand miles away (laughs) (laughs) it's true Uh, and then we get to dancing with our hands tied dancing um the song's awesome i mean that's hot hot this song is so cool i love the song um i also love that it sounds dark and horrible mm-hmm. but it's actually like a intense love song it's driving the the drum beat i really really enjoy it's a max martin vibe yeah yeah i remember when this first started i was like oh we're like we're moving yeah maybe i'm not a mid-tempo person maybe that's what i'm learning yeah you you want it well i think i think it depends on the production for you i think all of these sounds that come from this album in terms of like instrumentation make you want to dance yeah and so when it slows down you're like no (laughs) like a toddler who looks at you angry (laughs) wait a second this is mid-tempo and i hear beep boop beep bop (laughs) (laughs) when i hear beep boop beep bop i need to be throwing ass i yeah exactly this song you can throw your ass yeah <laughs> like i want to see like i like this is like a, a song like that one guy at flaming saddles that always does t- like the tap dances to like more like modern pop music mm-hmm. it's, it's him he's like i'll do betty who and i'm like no he could do this this would be a great one for him i'll send it along again <laughs> thank you flaming saddles last time i was there he went the fuck off to an ava max said, song and i was like okay exactly you clogged mama like, you clogged and this one i want it <laughs> uh. I could have spent forever with your hands in my pockets. Feels like a hug. Like I'm picturing like you're wearing a long jacket and it's a little rainy and they're behind yeah. you and their hands are in the big pockets. Dancing with a hands tied, hands tied. I was just making sounds, but I, I like how as I'm reading it lyrically, it's just like it's about finding a person that you will be with for any disaster and like she she's like i'd kiss you as the lights went out swaying as the room burned down i'd hold you as water rushed in like all she talks about an avalanche at one point it's just all of these like big disasters and she's like i know that our life is kind of wild and i know that it feels a little disastrous a lot of the time but i'll i'll dance with you forever babe and it also like but i mean also it's all said in past tense so like it's also kind of a breakup song like it's also being like we were like I had a bad feeling, but we were dancing. But then it also says, like, I'd hold you as the water rushes in if I could dance with you again. Oh, and she really lets loose on one of those. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You're yeah. like, mm-hmm, I'm not going to do it. I'm this not going to do it. I'm really <laughs> holding back. <laughs> no, vo- vocally, she does a lot of really cool shit on this album. Yeah. And reminds everyone being like, no, no, no. I can sing. Yeah. I have so many things. I'm just like, 
gaslit gate keep girl bossed away from taylor swift i know i'm like again imagine being this old and not just respecting her as an artist just enjoying her (laughs) yeah aren't you tired aren't you tired so then we get to dress which apparently some people say is bad I don't, I mean, I think some of the lyrics are like a little goofy, but overall, I think it's a hot ass song. Yeah. I think it's a little goofy, like the dress she puts on in the concert. But again, you're on a concert. So of course, it's going to look kind of weird. She's not going to put on a ball gown. She can't change out of that. Right, exactly. I, I, no, I think the song is like a hot idea like carve your name into my bedpost mm. i will say the lyric i don't want you like a best friend is like a little unwieldy for me personally i get it obviously it makes total sense you can have sex with your best friends well that's kind of it for me <laughs> <laughs> as i'm just like well no you can i can you can want like a best friend <laughs> Like, and like, I would like, yeah, like, I'd be like, hey, bestie, I only bought this dress so you could take it off. <laughs> like, that, that hey, totally girl. makes sense in my fantasy. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of, yeah. <laughs> Is this the bridge? Is this just another court, another verse? Just the flashback when you met me, your buzz cut, and my hair bleached? Uh, no, that's the bridge, right? It's uh, just long for. I just can't remember how it goes. Flashbacks Flash. when you met me, your buzz yep. cut, my hair bleached. Even in my worst times, you can see the best in me. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm looking for uh, uh, recognition. <laughs> I yeah no. I mean I I I haven't listened to the song in like a minute, but uh, I was gonna listen to it all today and then dog stuff. Mm. Um, but uh, no, I I really like the song. It's also just like catchy. Mm-hmm. There's an indentation in the shape of you is really hot. Oh yeah. Golden tattoo is a little unwieldy in my opinion, but <laughs> like in my mind she like fucked him into the bed, you know? She killed him. She killed him. She, he's dead. <laughs> Look what you made her do. She warned you. <laughs> she told you up top. <laughs> I'm spilling wine in the bathtub, relatable queen. Yes. You kiss my face and we're both drunk. Relatable queen. <laughs> I had wine in the bathtub one time and it was the scariest experience of my life. Well, the whole time you're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you're like oh, and then you're like, oh, I got to reach out. Oh, I'm oh, getting water oh, on God. the floor. Ooh. Oh, and, ah, and like red wine like, makes you, you warm have, like, and you're warm in a tub. So I'm like, oh, my God. And like, I'm I'm always just trying to do it like Jodie Foster at the beginning of Panic Room with like that clawfoot mm-hmm, bathtub. Mm-hmm. And instead, I'm just I look like a drunken child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I also don't fit in a lot of bathtubs. I'm quite long. You're a long, a long <laughs> man. I do. I don't get the point of baths. This is nice sometimes. Not for me. Well, that's on you. But I only bought this dress, like- <laughs> so you can take it off. Exactly. And this is why we can't have nice things. Okay, let's go. Let's I love go. this song. Feeling so Gatsby for that whole year. Is such a funny line. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. And I love that the song is like, this actually feels more like a lover song to me because a lover mm-hmm. has a lot of this kind of like fun, like, ooh, kind of thing. But like the chorus of the song is stuck in my head almost every day of my life. It's a party. I also like, um, and there lies the issue. Friends don't try to trick you, get you on the phone and mind twist you. And so I took an ax to a mended fence. So good. Also, just like direct references. It's like the most she gets to being like, all right, no, let's let's make sure that everyone knows. You want to write a song about me? I'm going to write a song about you. But also the bridge. God bless her. <laughs> like, because forgiveness is a nice thing to do. I can't even say it with a straight face. This is why we can't. It's so good. I also, I love the, um, I've now like intrinsically tied the reputation arrangement mm, to this. Mm-hmm. So like, I always hear the, like the, ooh, like with it and i'm like i just i love her but i'm not the only friend you've lost lately if only you weren't so shady (laughs) (laughs) it's just i feel like this is a song she like got drunk with some gay friends and was like and one of them was just like well this is why you can't have nice things and she was like say it again do it over it's another jack antonoff song yeah i i genuinely think this is like one of my favorites on the album i think it's so much fun yeah and i love that it's you know late in the album um it's like an 11 o'clock number especially after like the trio of king of my heart dancing with her hands tied and dress it's like yeah yeah a little pick me up it's kind of like her last like 
All right, I'll talk about it one more time. Yeah. Just in case you forgot what we were talking about. And then we get to call it what you want. I mean, just a fantastic song. I have been dying for her to release an acoustic version of this. They took the crown, but it's all right. <laughs> oh. Now I'm just doing it to do it. Uh, yeah. I just think this is such like a, a wonderful idea. <laughs> like her just being like, I'm so happy. And you can say literally whatever you want about it from now on. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really matter. Which is so great because it's like you just have you reach a point in your life where you're like you know what whatever like oh my god go off sis and she has i'm talking about that as just like a 30 year old dude who it isn't really anywhere you know what i mean like yeah. she's fully on tabloids people are talking about her i mean we're having a podcast about her like yeah she's so famous just for fun yeah that <laughs> she's like okay whatever like I I have found solid grounding in myself, so call it whatever you want. Well, I think that's such a huge thing that like, regardless of your celebrity status, that's what everybody has to do. Mm-hmm. Is like at some point you have to just be like, if nothing else is going to be solid in my life, then like having like one thing that you can be like, nope, this is mine, and you can't touch it, no matter how like much you might want to. <laughs> yeah, I do like when she essentially does the um. <laughs> Troy and Gabriella meme where it's like Tia's and Troy she's like I want to oh. wear his initial on a chain around my neck chain around my neck not because he owns me because he really knows me Troy mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah I like call it what you want also like her flipping the lyric like I said you don't need to save me but would you run away with me mm-hmm. like flipping the whole thing about being like I convince people that they save me because that's what they seem like they want <laughs> and my babies fit like a daydream. I'm the one he's walking to, hot. bitch. Hot. <laughs> like, he's hot, and it's good. <laughs> so, call it what you want. It's so good. I really I really hope that we get an acoustic version of this on Taylor's version. I'm so excited for Taylor's version. I'm so excited for Me Taylor's too. version I, like, all the time. Also, yeah. I mean, and that's going to be, I would assume, probably the last one we'll get. Yeah. I don't know what order she's doing everything in, but I'd speak now next. Because she doesn't have to do Lover onward. Yeah. It'd be hilarious she if she's anyway. like folklore Taylor's version. <laughs> <laughs> From the vault. It's just Evermore. It's just, yeah. She's <laughs> like this whole other album. And then we get to, I think, a masterpiece of a song. So I'm just very confused why it is the second least listened to song on this album. It's actually insane to me, especially now when it was used as the basis for a major olivia rodrigo song mm-hmm. new year's day um, is what we're talking okay, about wait. so yes this song is i think one of her best of all like again add it to the list but i this one i think is the best for like 18 different reasons she's just done a whole synth pop like heavy bass like angry dark twisty swamp witch fantasy for 14 songs Mm -hmm. and then at the very last second she just drops everything and does a song that only has piano and it's this like perfect sequel to enchanted like flipping the whole idea of like please don't leave me alone and instead just being like please don't become somebody that's ever a stranger and like I just it's such a masterstroke like I remember listening to the song for the first time and realizing it was the end of the album and just being like oh the whole album is better because of this song agreed I think it ends the album so smartly on first listen because you're like okay these are all brand new sounds to me this is a new Taylor that I I do not know and then she immediately reminds you she is a hundred percent that bitch <laughs> and does New Year's Day, which I think adds a level of comfort for you to listen to it again. Well, and I think it just reframes the whole album as just being like all of this has the same emotion behind it. You just wanted me to be mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was. <laughs> like it's uh the song and like every lyric in this song is perfect. It's also such a good take on 
like all the songs that are about being with somebody on a Sunday and how it's like Sundays oh, are yeah. for like lounging and being around. And she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the ultimate Sunday, New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> but like that last chunk of just please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh I could recognize anywhere is just like such a last second like, oh, you thought you were getting out of this album alive, huh? You're not. As someone with a truly unique laugh, um, I must be tortured to a lot of people. <laughs> it's just, ugh, I like, I don't even know like how to talk about the song because I just think it's like a true, perfect ending. And then she said, like, no, like that will be the end of the album. You're not hearing a bonus track. Yeah. I just love. I I want your midnights. But I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day is such a like great use of time in a song lyric. Yeah, like no two AMs here. No two AMs. She said like she said you get the whole day. You get the whole thing. She's like, I'm done playing the delicate back and forth. Like, I want both. This song to me just feels like uh like amber light. <laughs> and it, it's like it feels like that morning or like that like late night after the party where like everybody starts to go home and you're just like oh like that was so fun like let's just go to bed and we'll clean up in the morning it's just like very warm and comforting especially because it's all taking place on like a very famously cold day famously cold in most places in most places in some circles yeah um no i love this song so much i think it's if when this came when this happened i was just like oh i would love like a whole like acoustic sort of thing like a folky thing from taylor little did i know here she comes around the bend she's got a, she got a whole album before that but yeah she's coming she's around the bend oh, that's reputation babe it's so good uh so good god bless her can you believe that we've done six albums no it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> this is her sixth album <laughs> Like, I just can't imagine. And then, like, and, like, just people were so fucking weird about this album. They were like, this is bad. It's, like, one of the worst songs she's ever written. And then now, like, everyone years later is just like, oh, we were all completely clouded by the perception of her at the time. Mm -hmm. Which is what the album's about. Yep. Like, she played played you all. (laughs) I also, like, am aware that I am the type of fan of hers that... I will listen to all of it. Like there are definitely artists where I'm like that album. I don't listen to this album. I don't listen to. Yeah. With her, I think just again, the core of what makes me love Taylor Swift music is it's great storytelling. It's always experimental in her control musicianship. (laughs) That's not, that doesn't make sense, but it's like new production for her that still feels like her. Um, it never feels put on, especially after the first two albums. It feels very like an artist in control of what they're creating, which is nice and great to listen to. And and she was going through so much shit and still dropped an album that both recognized it while also being its own thing. Yeah. She disappeared for three years. Also to drop something as interesting and good as this, as your like clapback album, that's not really a clapback album, but kind of is. Mm. And like, she just like she won. She nailed it. <laughs> like that's the thing is like it's so funny because people are like, yeah, rep-, like people, the uneducated, mm-hmm. <laughs> will be like, oh, Reputation's her worst album, and I'm like, um, mm. that was her comeback, really. <laughs> like she never had a point point where she needed a comeback, except for maybe those three years off where everyone was being horrible to her for no reason. Yeah, but like she still she outsold (laughs) she fully outsold the world Um, yeah she is the only person to ever sell out that stadium two days in a row dallas fort worth i know there's a lot of things you can do on a saturday night and you chose to be with us (laughs) well it's also just like to do that on an album that is quote unquote your worst album from the people who don't like you like that means you fucking nailed it (laughs) good for you taylor proud of you also that inflatable snake Mm, iconic icon Way to take something that people threw at you and use it for your own good. That's all you can do. It's the rules. It's like the same rules apply to like gay Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> people say. Somebody calls you out. You just go, okay. <laughs> I like to say thank you. Yeah. The thing is nobody can, nobody can actually respond to a thank you. You just go, 
okay, thank you. That's how I handle like, my reputation. <laughs> big reputation. reputation. Big reputation. Mm. <laughs> well, thank you all for everyone who's been listening. Sean and I are going to take a week off to celebrate the holidays, and we will be back with Lover. Lover. Folklore. Evermore. And if she drops, knowing her, she'll drop some other shit. I know. This might just be her full-time job. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.